now. Bachelor Nation on the After Reality Podcast Network. He is Will Simmons. And he's hot for teacher, Spencer Kitley. And this is After Reality. Uh, welcome back to the Bachelor Nation podcast on the After Reality Podcast Network, presented to you by our partners at Fantasy for Reality. Fantasy4reality.com is where you can play your Bachelorette fantasy game right now. And that's what we're talking about. Season premiere, Michelle Young season, talking The Bachelorette. We'll also have some bonus Vanderpump Rules content here on the pod. Also on the network this week, I'll be joined uh, tomorrow by former Survivor producer in front of the pod, Mr. Kenny Browder, uh, to talk Survivor because Mr. Simmons is uh, busy. But uh, we'll be doing that, and uh, hopefully uh, soon. We, we had challenge uh, content last week, but uh, we'll, we won't have that this week, but bring it back again very soon because that season's heating up. Will, one, how you doing? And two, uh, what do you think of this group of guys uh, here to start the season? Uh, they're fine. <laughs> fine. Um, you know, I feel like there's definitely some guys she's going to be interested in. She was going to be smitten by a lot of them as they're on their entrance, but... Um, you also could tell some guys were trying a little too hard and like some guys are like very like close too fast with her a little bit. Um, very the guy com- in the, in the very t- confident, confident, but also like I'm here for you and like hard eye contact and just like, whoa, like the guy in the table when he came up front of the table, like he was just like eyes. I don't think he blinked for a, like yeah, three well, minutes when you only minutes. have your eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I, I don't know. You I gotta like communicate with them. Yeah, the ice cream dude, that guy also just came off like, I'm just like, these guys are either super fake or like very like just intense. I don't know. That Definitely some dudes threw me off, but. Um, yeah. Well, hey, yeah. There, there is a Will and there, there is, is a will. Spencer. Right. Um, This will never happen again. <laughs> did you Did you like your guy? He was okay. He was a firefighter, right? Oh, wait, no. Sorry, that, I got him confused. Uh, he was not a firefighter. Um, I'm trying to remember what Spencer is. Uh, he is a financial crimes analyst. Uh, not a firefighter. There are two firefighters. There's PJ and uh, the other firefighters from Austin. Um, uh, Daniel. Sam Daniel. Sam Daniel. Uh, so... Yeah, I I think there's some decent personalities here. Looking forward to the season where we leave one place. Um uh we, we saw some of that in the in the trailer. There's also a bit of a giveaway in the opening sequence. Like they like, hey, this season on, like and before we even saw Michelle, there's a clip of her on a baseball field. With a guy wearing a jersey that says Coleman on the back of it, so I knew immediately that once we knew uh, Joe Coleman's name, that he wasn't going home. Like they didn't do a real wow. good job there. Also, not every nobody knows what his last name is, though. That's but, but she said it out loud. 
She goes, is your name Coleman? Uh, also, the cast photo for the season. Did you see this on, on, on social? Like, you know, there, there's usually a photo of the Bachelorette standing in the front flanked by all of, all of the dudes. And there's that photo. And standing on the edge of the photo is um, Nate with a rose on his lapel, and no one else has one. I was like, did they? So somebody's not paying attention. I was like, what are you guys doing here? No. Uh, did you want to tell us who got the first impression rose in, the, in that photo? Uh, like, Owning it in. Wasn't hard to tell. That would have never happened on Alon Gale's watch. Or maybe even Chris Harrison's watch. You'd be like, wait a second here. What about Jesse Palmer's watch? <laughs> well, we'll have to wait and see. Uh, he might. He might have got, got the telestrator out and said, "Hey, wait, wait, wait. We got we got something going on over here." <laughs> uh, speaking of Jesse Palmer, um, as I mentioned last time we spoke, um, Jesse is also part of the college football scoreboard. Uh, mm-hmm. As at the end of every every uh, Saturday night, and um, they made sure to make sure they give him roses. Well, after the after the week after he got announced, they actually had Sam Acho uh, fill in, and then they they didn't really see. We're like, why is Sam here? And the next week, Jesse comes back, and they do this thing where they call like we give that guy a dollar, basically just so so do something stupid. You get a dollar. Sam Acho, not Emmanuel Acho, not Emmanuel. Sam, the bro. I know. thought I thought Sam was still playing. I guess not. Nope, uh, he's on ESPN now. Um, but basically, they have a thing where they give a dollar to certain plays. Be like, oh, you get a dollar for doing something stupid or bad play. Okay. And they were like, this week we're giving out roses, and <laughs> Jesse was like, great, <laughs> thanks, guys. Yeah. Don't 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 hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. So, yeah, got to rag him when you can. Yeah, I and I had gotten my hopes up that I was like, Oh, we're going to be back at the mansion, but it was actually the, the season that Jesse's filming right now that is going to be the one at the mansion. And, and it kind of stinks knowing who the bachelor is seeing him on the season that we're watching. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Because it's a lot. Of, I mean, yeah. I mean, uh, you'll get to know him at least. So you won't be like, Oh, who's this guy? But yeah, it is kind of weird that you're like, and I don't, I don't You're know. If we, I don't, I don't think we mentioned his name, so we'll just kind of talk around it um, uh, for anyone who may not know who the next bachelor is. But no, uh, he's one I mean, of these guys. <laughs> don't, don't hard to find out. Yeah. Well, I mean, people, some people don't want to know. I, I, I didn't mention it to Jenna while we were watching it. I figured she probably didn't know. Yeah. Afterwards, I should, I was, I should have said, like, do you want to know which one of these guys is the next yeah. bachelor? Um, but, uh, let's go ahead. We're going to, we're going to get into some of these intro packages, get to know these guys. We'll talk about their, their limo entrances, some unique stuff kind of once they got in the house. And then, uh, as always, like we like, we like to throw out some superlatives and pick, pick our kind of favorites for the season. So we'll do some of that and then we'll shift gears, uh, wrap up Rachel. Uh, on VPR and uh, uh, what was it? Palm Springs and Tiffany rings uh, or, or were they just Tiffany diamonds and not Tiffany rings? I don't know. Well, before we talk about any of that, <laughs> uh, you want to remind everybody where they can find us online. We're on Twitter at after reality pod, like the after reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram at after reality podcast, subscribe or you download them, Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher. Check our website after reality podcast.com. And, here we are. We are at a resort that 
I usually always catch the name of and the locale of. Did you? Oh. I did not. Um, I was. I couldn't figure out where we were filming. Do you any any guesses where I'm we? Gonna, are? For some reason, like I think they were in what New Mexico or Arizona last time, right? That was. Yeah, for for Katie's season was New Mexico, yeah. and for the Claritasia season was Palm Springs or its neighbor La Quinta. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to say Arizona first. I don't know why. I feel like it's Southwest. As you're googling. Yeah, I'm I'm doing a little doing a little googling and I'm I'm just not seeing it here. Maybe they don't want us to know. Renaissance Esmeralda Spa, Indian Wells. So, a Coachella tie-in, Will. Oh, a double so, is that co- in Cali- actually in California, then? Yeah, the, it's, the it's out by Palm Springs. It. Uh, it's also where they play the, the Indian Wells uh, tennis tournament. Big big tennis oh, facility out there. That's correct. That's correct. Um, so, we'll, we'll go ahead and dive into this. Um, generally speaking, like Michelle uh, as the lead, she seems like she's... We know she's got a good head on her shoulders, but like her personality seems to fit well. I thought, skipping ahead just a tiny bit, production kind of did her dirty with this whole, like, this guy's got notes and stuff. And, and we're going to talk about that, but I didn't like the way that they went and br- put it in her face on night one of, like, being the bachelorette and enjoying things, getting to know people. Like, did we really have to, like, put a, a a negative right in front of her right away could couldn't that have waited like who cares if she keeps one guy there's 20 30 there's 30 guys we're keeping 24 23 is that big a deal no i i find it odd as well i also find it odd um that this whole episode did not feel like a first episode it seemed first off it seemed quicker things move a little faster than normal and then Although, although it was bright sunshiny by the time the yeah, rest of the course. No, like out. I feel like it's probably it's still long because they always start super late, so like that's a given. But like I just didn't feel like this was super heavy in the like the intros kind of move a bunch of them move really fast. I don't know, maybe I don't know, maybe the way I, when I was watching it, maybe I wasn't super paint comp, like locked in. But either way, I just felt like it was they spent more time on things they normally don't do on the opening episode. Like we definitely got more Caitlin and Tasha. Um, yakking it up I, I, like again, two second season in a row. I like those two people, I hate them as the host, yeah. Like, them like, in the background, in the background, and, and yeah. like, oh, what is he saying? I'm like, right. I don't need that, go away. And like, come on, Jesse, come on, like, Jesse. this all felt like I know we're jumping heavy, like, this all felt like a setup with the fucking note thing. Like, I was like, wait, y'all were in his room, and you, I'm like, what? I, I, I. Let's just go there. I genuinely think that the production is required to search everyone's luggage. Oh, yeah. Paraphernalia, uh, cell phones, etc. They saw that in there, and they're like, okay, well, that was kind of weird, but we won't say anything. What's a creative way to incorporate this into the narrative? And that's what we saw. Yep. That... That has to be what happened. There was no other explanation of like how they knew to go look for those notes. Yep. 
I know, but it's it's a it's just a setup. Man, it's a fucking yeah. setup, though. It's just like, yeah. I I thought it was an unnecessary again negative for Michelle on her first night as the lead to like oh like hey let's let's throw some zags at you right right off and see how you handle it and fortunately she had a a, a good enough couple of dudes to kind of suck her back into like having a good time but that's, yeah. that's a tough situation to be put in and felt bad for her. um yeah it was it was kind of a curveball the episode we did we opened this thing up with her in what was like an actual classroom like usually when they do stuff like this it's like super hokey and not real that looked like she was actually teaching school granted we did some like side interviews and they were like how many guys are you gonna be dating mrs young um but uh she's 28 she's here she's kind of not settled we we saw her come in late on matt james's season she was final four uh, i can't remember exactly where in the final four but she was final four and um we got we saw a little bit of her with Tasha and caitlin who cares uh let's get into the intro packages um first off a guy a guy after your own heart will um california cajun man uh not to be confused with adam sandler's cajun man chris s new orleans guy um water wings and waxed eyebrows uh um that's your guy right off the bat <laughs> actually yeah, think, i actually think you drafted him highly in the fantasy draft well but, you know how i draft randomly so <laughs> yes um joe who i had pegged uh i believe as my top guy um just based on the fact that he was a former basketball player and he lived in minnesota i uh, played hoops at university of minnesota we'll talk more about him as we go clayton a massive burly sales dude from missouri who played football at mizzou uh, i didn't do any research on him see if he was any good um anyhow but good enough to play division one football so that's good enough. <laughs> yeah and and and, I, and my money is on he's a tight end we get a lot of tight ends in the bachelor franchise yeah we do uh, Brandon Jones, not not just Brandon J. Brandon Jones from from Portland, who we had an entire package about and learned nothing other than he liked family. Uh, Nate, um, a Canadian living here in our our fair city of Austin with his dog. Did you feel like he road tripped to the site <laughs> on that package, the filming site? With his dog? I mean, they made it seem that way. So, like, maybe the dog is at the resort. Well, I, I'd be <laughs> curious to see if the, the dog ends up um, coming out to play here on the show. Uh, Chris G., a motivational speaker, I thought he was kind of douchey. Uh, but, like, all of these dudes are huge, Will. Like, there, there, was, there, was, can you, there's, there was two types. Can you name the two types? Uh, tall and athletic. Yeah, well, I'll 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 package those as one. But no. Tall, big, and mixed race. There, there, there were there were. Oh, like, yeah, yeah. It was either like, are you mixed race or are you a huge dude? Like yeah. those, those were the two categories here. But then, like the New Orleans dude, not very big. No, nope. uh, ice cream dude, not very big. <laughs> there are a few outliers. Yeah, and there always are, but yeah. 
Yeah. I mean, like with Ryan, the shirtless guy on a tractor, like looking to plow fields, uh, yeah. like very large hair. And that, that's the, actually the guy that, that was the ice cream guy. So like he actually was pretty jacked because we saw him when he was on the tractor. Yeah. Um, and he, that's, we got our first hints of like him having these like scouting reports, uh, right there. Um, and, and it kind of starts rolling. Uh, I'll kick us off on the limo entrances. Uh, we're not going to hit them all, but I'll, I'll hit the first one. Nate was the first guy out of the limo again. That's, that's Mr. Austin. She seemed really interested into him. He's He's from from Canada. Canada. He's living here. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and better Nate than lever. And I thought she was feeling him right off the bat. It's always a good sign when you are the first out of the limo. Um, they, they tend to stack the deck that way. Uh, anyone that, that left an impression on you coming out of the limo? Uh, Nate did. I just kind of like his like his intro package and just you know overall presence seemed like a good dude. Uh, the guy that said he was a Jack Russell like a dog, I was like, no. <laughs> He's like my name. My name is Jack Russell. Like who would do that to their kid? Right. And also like I don't know. I know it makes you stand out, but it's also like oh, thanks. <laughs> maybe maybe it's his middle name. Yeah. Hopefully it's his middle name. Yeah, he did have a nice look, like a, a white tuxedo jacket, like kind of a James Bond look. Yeah, uh, a guy that did stand out, or two guys. I'm look as I'm looking at this, uh, Clayton. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but outside of Clayton, uh, Jamie, the biotech CEO. No, no, not, I'm sorry, sorry. I'm thinking the other. I'm thinking the other CEO. We oh, the, 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 Garrett, uh, Garrett, Garrett with the broken foot. Yeah, with his pimp cane. <laughs> Uh, like how unfortunate like like you're getting ready to go on a show on national tv and you break your foot not the first time we've seen it rated r on la fatatowski season famously wore a boot the entire season i mean then i broke my foot or point to hawaii so i get it (laughs) you broke your toe toe sorry toe but yeah not trying to exaggerate things um oh you just think you just needed some slippers yeah slippers uh jamie though did stand out uh he 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 did look older than whatever he was supposed to be like i was like how is this guy like he 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 did not age well but he did have a very like he's 32 uh, there was a yeah he looks older than that but like you and i you and i you and i are 10 years older than him yeah and look way younger than him (laughs) i look 27 still so (laughs) uh yeah he he stood out though he was like oh wow this very competent dude as well, but um, yeah. yeah. The the blonde locks dye uh, look, we saw like three times. Malik yeah. had it. Um, the guy from Miami had it. It's not a good look. No, it's like, hard to pull off. It's 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 not a good look, and I'm drawing a blank on like, was it Mar- Martin or Martine? Yeah, it was like. He is the guy in the dictionary when you look up guy from Miami. His yeah, picture's yeah. next to it. Yeah. Uh, him and the pizzapreneur. Um, yes. Uh, who I'm going out of going out of order here. Peter, uh, who, yeah. I, who I liked going into the season from his bio. 
then he spoke. That dude reeks of South Florida as well. Um, yeah. uh, very Italian. Uh, had cannolis, uh, pizza dough, the the whole nine. Uh, I caught on when Rodney came out in his juicy red apple costume. Yeah, said that he was a Granny Smith. I was like, she's not gonna call him out on that. And then, fortunately, later on, yeah, she did. Like, Granny Smiths aren't green or aren't those red. Are, those green. are good apples. No, you'd be like a. You'd also do, be a red delicious. <laughs> I, I I do like a Granny Smith. Um, but you like the tartness, I he, get it. He was not one. No. Um, my son loves the Everyman apple, the red and delicious. That's those are terrible. <laughs> his favorite. He loves the red and delicious. I, yeah. I know. I know you're a Honeycrisp guy. Honeycrisp. I, I saw a... you once uh, in the yeah. apple aisle of the grocery That's store, right. and you were raving about the Honeycrisp or a Fiji. Oh, apple. Fiji. But Michelle was naming apples I'd never heard of. I'm like, oh, they have different apples in Minnesota because <laughs> they have orchards in Minnesota. We don't have right. those here in Texas. Um. But I don't. I don't know. Had you heard of some of those apples she was talking about? I've heard of them, but I've never had them. Yeah, uh, I appreciated the small fire truck more so than the large fire truck. I don't know about you, well. Yeah, <laughs> it, it was just as a, fire, a fireman as, as opposed to the businessman like, fireman that came out yeah. of the, the 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 large fire truck. Yeah, uh, a guy that I thought was really intense. You talked about intensity on some of these was Brandon J, the traveling nurse, who was the guy that came in the buffalo plaid bed. Yeah. And wanted her to join him in bed and wanted hey, like wanted to see if you would like waking up next to him the rest next to me for the rest of your life. I was just like, um and then like he kept going like through the night and I was like, this guy is intense, over the top, and also like looks really young. Mm-hmm. Uh, which I don't know if he actually is really young. He's 26. Um, there is a, a decent age range of these guys that they range, I think, from 26 to to LT, the pantsless tuxedo sp- speedo guy, who's 38. He's a, a yoga guru from... Uh, uh, that was weird. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, also, I mean, the dude without his sleeves of his... Of his uh, uh, suit was also yeah. kind of weird. Like yeah. he didn't, he couldn't move. He looked very stiff. And the guy with the the sleeves out of his suit, Joe Mari, he went home. He did LT LT hung around? I wonder. We didn't see him again. Uh, um, full body. So I'm I'm thinking he maybe put some pants on. He didn't go Kenny and and just go uh, long dong silver all night long on Bachelor in Paradise. Right. Uh, I, there was a few. I, I liked Leroy, the the biomed student from Dallas, and and then we we saw Joe to to wrap things up out of the limo. And again, r- real estate developer from Minnesota, very confident, assured or sure of himself. And then she, as he walks away, she says, "I can't, I can't place you. Have I seen you before?" Have I slid into your DMs? And he's like, "Yeah, is your last name Coleman?" Yeah, that's me. I was yeah. like, uh, it, it was hilarious. I, I was that was the best moment of the show for me uh, here on night one. I was just like, 
It's like, I know this guy. I like him. I can't quite place him. Wait a second. Hit the brakes. Uh, apparently, they'll they message back and forth at some point in time, but then he ghosted her, which like, it's not like they went on dates or even had phone calls. I, I'm not mad at it. Uh, anyway, anyway, slice this. It's, you kind of figure out that she's not either. It's more just like, why? I mean, yeah, and I, I thought I actually thought he gave great reason. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, like, but it is weird. Communication is so big to me. I'm like, okay, like, but like, you guys weren't dating. Yeah, or I mean, like, it is odd because it's like you're meeting all these fucking strangers, and all of a sudden it's like, whoa, who are you? Yeah, I suppose he could have said, "Hey, lot going on right now. Uh, would love to catch up in a few months when my life." Dies yeah. down. It, it is a, is it is it is a tad shady. There's no response. Yeah, could have been, could have been more courteous. Yeah. Um. Anyhow, are you ready to give a superlative to anyone out of the limo? Several of these guys we just glossed over, like not just us. The production no, did like a lot. Ardeep yeah. and Will and Alec and uh, the Malik that I mentioned earlier. Yep. We we cruised through some of these dudes. Yep. Um, I think the most awkward was the dude. Uh, I'd say the most awkward would go to um the, the tuxedo speedo. Okay. <laughs> like that was that's that was hard to look at too. I'm just like, nah, what's going? She's on like, here? I'm trying to keep my eyes up here. Yeah, is a like, bold bold move. She didn't seem too impressed by it. It didn't come off. It just came off kind of just like, whoa, it's really putting it out there, huh? We didn't touch on the the other Brandon who's also from Austin and he had he had Mardi Gras beads. Yeah. At which she he gave her she gave back and then he gave them back to her. I didn't yeah. get what was going on there. We didn't get enough. That was also awkward because he was like, Oh, you have to to get these, you have to show and like she was like, Oh, you can get, take them back. And he's like, No, your heart. She's like, Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Uh, there, there. Was, who was the guy that was super smooth like that? Um, just and and she even commented on it. Was like, hey, like he's like really confident and smooth. Oh, that was the guy, the table dude. That's when he well, came out from under the table. Yeah. Oh, well, when he came out from under the table. Yeah, when after he came out from the table, she was like, "Wow!" She was like, "She was kind of like, I'm kind of into him, kind of thing." She's like, "He was actually really competent and fairly smooth with his." Yeah, I, I like we Rick is his name, and Rick he read the menu about the special, which was him. Yeah. I thought it was a great shtick. Uh, he even did his ITMs as the table. Yeah. I kind of liked it, so like. I, I'm I'm giving him my superlative uh, for night one. I don't usually go to the gimmicks, but I liked him. <laughs> he was the one that was like super intense too. When he's like he, eye contact was like so hard. All right, he's like he's like I've been preparing this for yeah. weeks. Where's his notes? I, and I'm gonna nail this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, go ahead. No, I was gonna go ahead. I was waiting on you. <laughs> I was just gonna hop to hop into the house. Yeah, um, yeah. Go for it. And. A lot of talk about Michelle is right there. She's giving a toast, and it's just vulnerable, authentic, authentic, vulnerable, like all all the all the tropes. She she's got it nailed. Jamie, old man Jamie, will the first one to sit down and chat with her, and like I felt like they were in the friend zone 
almost immediately. Yep. I was just like, hey, I could I could sit down and have a great time with you and just riff. Yep. Cool. That's not that's not good, dude. (laughs) You don't you don't want to be that guy. But she she seemed enamored with the guy a little bit though. Like she made a point to call him out as soon as he like she's like, oh wow. And the pizzapreneur, Peter, brought brought cannolis and wine. But I'm not as high on him as I was on paper. Yeah, as soon as he opened his mouth, I was like, that guy. I was like, oh, you're kind of like a sleazy dude. Yeah. Um, I still want to watch F-Boy Island and haven't watched it. I need to carve out time. Uh, Although this fall TV season... Fall reality is usually slow. It's not slow this fall. Just because I, I think their production was, was slower on some of the, the uh, scripted stuff. Uh, Joe Coleman, you want, you want to hit on Joe Coleman? Uh, I mean, basically, he explains that, you know, he was going through therapy after the George Floyd situation, um, especially since it was in Minnesota. Um, and like just basically he just had a lot going on and just like just couldn't couldn't keep it together like for a relationship at that point um which came off honest but it's also like all right well you didn't say if you could have said like i'm busy you know like not the right time but you didn't and now you're on the show so um she definitely has her you know like one eye kind of open while she sleeps around this guy for sure (laughs) gripping her pillow tight yep exit light Internet. Right. Um Rick. Rick. You, you just mentioned him. Uh what was what, what's the name of the, the restaurant in Casablanca? Rick? Is it just Rick's? I think Sorry. so. Sorry, I put I think it's just spot. Rick's, yeah. <laughs> yep. Rick uh Rick's bar. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Yes. Uh Rick gets rolled in um for his one on one time and like she she calls like hey like this is an odd first impression but to your point pops out super friendly relating well she seems engaged with him uh rodney who oh man he's in a costume she calls him out on the granny smith thing but like this guy in person versus his photo and we talk about this all the time he has one of the worst photos ever on the on the thing like he looks like kind of a just a fat frumpy dude in this photo and i didn't get that from him at all in person so like they don't do anybody any favors ever on the show uh with, mm. with their photos uh yep you you talk you've talked about ice cream guy a couple of times so i'll let you i'll let you talk about him because that's we, we go out on the driveway yeah he takes her up the ice cream truck he's, he's very confident in himself over overly cocky if you will and um He's playing fast and hard for sure. She seems to be connecting with him though, and she like loves ice cream, so that's a big thing with her. And it seems like things are going really well. And then old Tasha and Kalen pull Michelle aside and they're like, Hey, so funny story. We're yeah. in his room. You won't believe this. <laughs> um what were you guys like, doing in this room? <laughs> yeah. We found a document and this guy knows how to not be a villain. It's like, what? Uh, they break it to her that it was Ice Cream Ryan because she was like, was it a guy I just hung out with? Is it somebody I actually talked to? And they were like, yeah, you liked ice cream with him. So it, is. Um, you liked it just felt forced. 
<laughs> this felt forced and staged and i'm like oh fuck and so you think there's something like they could easily set up maybe even plant a seed with the other guys in the house or like bring it up into an an it like during an interview or something like that instead of like we're just gonna throw a wrench in this entire uh, first night yeah they um, could have built the story on it on night one yeah michelle doesn't know yet yeah but we're gonna drop a bomb on her when we go into her hotel room the next morning and let her know about this. And then, then she's going to have to deal with it. Yep. Yep. So that's where we are. That's where we are now. And so now all of a sudden they bring make her go to the room. Well, Uh, he invites her. her He's like, do you want to go to my room? Yeah. He's like, we already had ice cream. Do you want to get a room? Yeah. (laughs) How things work. Uh, She pulls aside. She wants to make everything. Okay. And then it's like, it's just it's so weird they go to the room and it's like she finds a bunch of bunch of papers like a shitload of papers which is like almost two folders probably 30 pages a piece yeah and then it's like how not to be a villain how to get more screen time stuff about teachers how to act like you're interested in teachers or a reminder on how to be to be interested in teachers um she looks at all the stuff and it's like allegedly his friend's wife wrote all this stuff for him but like I mean, like, this is things... Okay, first off, these probably isn't something new. Probably a lot of guys do this. Like, they have some notes on her, things like that, just to kind of prepare for this. You are preparing for a TV show. You're not just going... It's not true reality here, but I'm sure this, isn't ha- this has been done before, but, like, to the, this extent, it seems crazy. Like, this well, is... One like or two pieces of paper, you don't get caught. Yeah. Two folders, you get caught. Right. I mean, you don't have a phone on this, so it's very possible. Like, hey, I'll just bring some old-fashioned papers. Here we go. Um, the So, this won't surprise you. Reality Steve talked to his ex-girlfriend. And apparently, he loves Google Docs. And has Google Docs on everything in his life. And when, he, when, in a, when a relationship ends, he adds content to his relationship doc on... Like what he could have done better and what he's learned from that and how he's going to get better at that. <laughs> and she's like, and he always had a doc on me and like everything that I liked. And like, so like, she's like, there's no doubt in my mind. He wrote all of this. Yeah. Although when I was watching it, I was like, maybe he really doesn't know anything about this show. And, and maybe somebody did write this for him or maybe he didn't know anything about the show. So he went and researched it. Yeah, and this is what he came up with, and he didn't research it uh, enough to 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 like remember it. it. <laughs> so he needed to bring the notes with them. Yeah, I mean, like, plus they had the quarantine before this, so they're in that room for a while, right? I mean, like this whole thing—they have to show up and they're being in that room. So, like, this is. It, it sucks as happening. He's down at the business center. The <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just print more pages. paper. <laughs> I need a little more paper here. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I mean, like the guy did his research. Which, if that's who he is, fine. That that's fine. But like, it just seemed awkward to have that many. You have Michelle reading the notes, uh, and he speaks in he and how he uses bachelor type words and like the right reasons and all the like you know. Yeah, he, he's out there doing his ITM. He's like, he, you know, I was like, I'm here for the right reasons. Yeah, and I was yeah. like, oh, I'm trying to be bold. I got you forty or fifty points in fantasy for reality by right. saying you were there for the right reasons in the confessional. Um. I, I, when they, and then, like awkwardly in the hallway, she's like, "Listen, I don't want to start off a relationship with red flags." And yeah, I I thought out. she was a little little heavy handed with him. 
Um, and he was, I, like, yeah. Like, are you sure? It's like, I, it's like, is there anything I can do? And she's like, no, I'm walking you out. I'm like, like he was just asking. Like, it wasn't like he was like demanding to stay or something. Michelle. Right. Like, See, I agree with that part, but from her angle, I do understand that like, this is awkward for her to go in there and start reading notes about herself and about the yeah. show. And it's like, Whoa, like what else do you have on me? <laughs> yeah. So I think what, it was a little, what is in the dossier. Yeah, exactly. So I, it, it kind of sucks for that guy. He never stood a chance, even though he had a chance, he did have a chance. Uh, but yeah, later, bro, he's got big hair. Yeah, he's gonna he's gonna have to go write some notes about this. He's gonna go write a song, bike or listen to a song by Kenny Chesney called "She Thinks My Tractor's Sexy." There you go, because that's what he was doing. Nate, though, to the rescue, better Nate than Labber. Wait, wait, wait. not Nate than later. What, what was it? <laughs> um, better late, better Nate than than never. I don't know. Uh, Nate really sits down, opens up. He's like super confident and and honest. There seems to be like some substance, some vibe, and like I was like, oh, that dude's a contender. Uh, uh, he's already been first out of limo. Then we see, or wait, yeah, he was first out of limo. Uh, right on cue, Caitlin drops out, drops the first impression, Rose. Um, he ends up getting it. Uh, ultimately gets that he's rewarded for being vulnerable and they like make out for night one, like serious make out for these two. And he he's, he's in a really good spot on night one. Like there's not a, not really anyone else. I feel like even, on that level after one night. Would you agree with that? Yeah, no, I sealed the deal. I mean, she had a good one-on-one with Clayton, another pretty good one with Brandon J, um, uh, which who I think is the Brandon that, that's still there. Uh, Brandon K from Austin is the one that went home. Right. Um, speaking of the sun has risen. All the men are assembled in the hotel lobby, which wasn't the most elegant setup for a rose ceremony. Um, Nate's the only one with a rose, and like some of these guys, like haven't even spoken to her other than get out getting out of the limo, which we don't yeah. know how much anyone actually gets to talk to her out of the limo. Old man Jamie got the first rose. I was sh- kind of surprised by that. Usually, there's a meaningful recipient of that. So um, maybe that's maybe, maybe maybe like I mean we've seen people keep a friend around right throughout and they don't really realize they're in the friend zone but that could be that guy that's the guy she was like hey we I, I like riffing with you uh, Leroy who I took nothing remarkable away about um, on episode one but he got the second rose uh, Martin Mister three hundred five. Mr. Worldwide uh, got the the third. Uh, Spencer, the Austin guy. Rick, the table man. Clayton, the, the big boy from Mizzou. Peter, the pizzapreneur. PJ, the other fireman. Malik with the blonde hair. And Romeo, the math man. Uh, we, had, we had some others as well. Will, you have those? 
uh what do you mean what do i have i the the others uh oh yeah daniel yeah others uh fireman number one from austin daniel brandon J. will the latino lover chris s short suit which was kind of humorous but also really awkward looking <laughs> if it um, was hot it might have been a nice thing to be wearing yeah exactly he just looked like a kid i'm like do you look like a child when you're hanging out with her uh granny smith rodney uh south kakalaki alec Prob Deep, Chris G, Casey, Olominde, LT, aka the man with no the no pants man. <laughs> Final Rose, Joe, the Minnesota Hooper who ghosted her. Yeah. Minnesota Joe, we just call him Minnesota. I Hooper. think we're just yeah. Like so, is he Ghost Joe? We have Doctor Joe, Joe, Grocery Joe. Is he Ghost Joe? Yep, Ghost Joe, Joe Ghost. Joe Ghost. <laughs> wow. We'll uh, Say goodbye to a handful of these guys as well. Garrett, Broken Foot Dude, Brandon K, Brian, Edward, Jack, and Joe Mari. Uh, sorry, guys. We Gone too care. soon. Yeah. I, w- I would have liked, liked to at least that I, Brandon K, um, since he was uh, an Austin guy, would have liked to keep him around. Felt bad for Garrett. Shows up with a broken foot and goes home with a broken heart. Maybe. Um, I... I you, we, we can hit our um, our picks, our kind of other superlatives, but uh, before we do that, like there's a lot going on in that preview for the the season. On uh, we're on a farm, we're in the Viking Stadium, we're drift racing, we're tossing pizza dough, we're doing some like aerospace training. Maybe we'll get someone vomiting in a bag like Vanessa and Nick, and then making out uh, right afterwards. Uh, and there seems to be a lot of basketball happening this season. A lot of sports in general, but yeah, basketball. I mean, she's she's a former player. I'm, I'm she's Sporty Spice. Um, which was who was Sporty Spice? Sporty Mel, Spice. Mel Mel B. Mel C. Scary. Mel C. Uh, Sporty Spice is the one that's on Dancing with the Stars right now. Um, not watching that, but my wife is. Uh, I've caught bits and pieces. There are some people that I'm interested in on the show. Have you, have you seen any of the cast on that? I know the I know some of the cast, but I, yeah. I've probably watched ten minutes of that show ever. Yeah. The Miz is on, and it's apparently really good. Yeah, uh, I know. I know. Um, what's his it, face? David Silver's on. Oh yeah. Uh, no, what's the Bachelor? Uh, Matt, Matt James. Matt James was on, I believe. He's. Yeah. Uh, I actually saw a clip of him getting not making it. Yeah, I, apparently he was not great. Uh, and I, s- several others on there that I was like interested in. I'm not interested in watching the show. Uh, I think Tyra Banks is super annoying as a host on television. <laughs> um, anyhow, we always do this. We pick four guys to rubber stamp here after episode one. Who you, you want to go all four or do you want to alternate? Uh, I kind of have my ideas. Okay, I'll. Um, I think I think we can both kind of go ahead and set Nate uh, as as one, right? Yep. Okay, yep. So we we got we both have Nate. Uh, who do you have uh, also in the top four? No particular order. Jamie. Jamie. I really. I mean, I think I think there's a reason why she picked him number one. I mean, I think this. She said okay. something about him early. I think she's gonna. I think he's gonna stick around. Okay, friend zone, Jamie. Um, I I'm. I'm going to go with Joe. Um, yeah, I, I feel like it's too obvious uh, for it not to be Joe. 
And like for her, remember him. And then he shows him the show and she still keeps him. She was interested to start off with. Oh, yeah. She, she slid into his DMs. Right. Not the other way around. Right. So uh, who else you like? Um, so that's three. Right. Um, that's oh, I have Jamie, Nate. Oh, oh you have three. Okay. Oh, I guess Joe. I need to pick a third then. So if you have Joe as a third, um, Clayton, big, big boy Clayton from Mizzou. I'd be uh, my fourth. Okay. Well, well, we're, we're all over each other here. So I'm going to, I'm going to need a zag here because I'm not going to pick Jamie. I don't know who I am going to pick. I did pick pizza guy. Very highly in our draft. That's on you. Um, I don't know that I like him. I kind of like Olamide. Don't know a lot about him yet. Don't know if I'm saying his name right either. So apologies, Olamide. Uh, Romeo seems m- maybe borderline interesting. But I liked Rick. He's kind of crazy. I like Chris S., the, the guy in the short suit. So, I will rubber stamp Chris, short suit guy. Commodities broker from West Hollywood. Sounds like he can live anywhere. I don't even know what a commodities broker is, but uh, sounds like another, uh, just a fancy word of a guy that sells stuff. Yep. I don't know. Um, So, there it is. Uh, We have Nate. Clayton, Joe, unanimously, and then you have Jamie and I have Chris S. As we finish episode one, final thoughts before we look at fantasy for reality. Um, it's gonna be a sporty season. I hope it's high. Well, I hope we have a lot of competitions with a lot of competitive dudes, and that usually gives us happen. some good TV when when they're pissed at each other and and like getting. We've seen, we've seen some dudes take some shots over the years, uh, particularly if we can get a Luke P type thing when he just uh, uh, gave the spine buster to uh, the other Luke on, on Hannah's season uh, when they played, I guess that was rugby. Uh, fantasy for reality, though. Fantasy for reality.com. That's where we play all of our fantasy games. Where we're playing The Bachelorette right now. Playing Survivor, playing the challenge, not too too late to play any of those. And Will is, Will is giving me a, a pause yeah, sign. Somebody's at my front door. My buddy, my buddy's dropping something off. I have to go downstairs real quick. So, All right. Unpausing. Talk. Keep going with fancy for reality. Um, playing all the all our games over there right now. Uh, Quick look at our draft. Uh, I took Joe number one overall. You took Brandon J, followed by Will, because you had to take Will. I ended up with Spencer. Um, and then I took Clayton and Peter, the pizzapreneur. And, and then you took Daniel and PJ. So, like, pretty good. We took six guys right off the bat, uh, still there. Then I, I, I took Nate and Chris S. I think they're both still there. Uh, you took uh, Brian fifth. He went home, but like uh, pretty pretty solid for both of us to have made it through uh, night one with uh, that many of our high draft picks. And it's really close. 
Uh, wannabe ballers, my team. Uh, had to go with a basketball theme. 330 points to your Jesse Palmer's friend. 300 points. Uh, biggest performers of the week, Nate. 180 points, and the departed Ryan, ice cream man, rehearsed man, whatever you want to call him, sent home man, 150 points for him. So check it out. Play along with your friends. Play along with your coworkers. Enjoy. Uh, let's talk VPR, Well, Vanderpump sure. rules. We were uh, Palm Springs, Tiffany Rings, Rachella. Uh talked about this last week on the challenge pod with our, our guest Andrea Engel we talked about the beginning of Rachella as well as just kind of where we stood with Vanderpump this season it seems kind of a polarizing thing I'm really enjoying it not being spread across so many different uh, people and like the storyline I don't know what do you do you like it are you missing the old guard I'm missing the commentary from the old the others, right? So, like, even if it's not even their actual storylines, but just like their a stuffy interview, yeah, right? Like or Jax or something like that. Just I know they ran their course, and there's plenty of reasons that you know they need to move on. But um, yeah, it's those those kind of things, you know, always bring some some levity to things. But it's also been, you know, I agree, like kind of focused storylines. Uh, I feel like two episode, three episodes in, we're gonna get it may get a little tedious right if we're only talking about brock and stassi and like his kid situation or just lala and then you know and like her baby and like james and Raquel being engaged like it's like okay we got four storylines now (laughs) well let's let's talk about the the quite timely episode oh yeah lala is judging sheena and brock's relationship and citing how she how rand would never leave her and how she would never tolerate this that and the other and then the major headlines this week are that rand has allegedly cheated on lala at a hotel in nashville while and lala's removed him from all of her instagram posts she looked like she was staying at the beverly hills hotel I saw a, a, another story that came out in the last 24 hours where she she's already forgiven Rand and is back home with him. Don't know if any of this is true. Don't know what's true, what's not. But interesting that this is happening up alongside the storyline that's playing out on television. Yep. Well, you know, uh, Bethany and I were talking about it, that, you know, how did she meet Rand? Well, he was with his wife and his kids at the time she, she was the cheaty. <laughs> so if he's willing to do it once, probably has done it before. And also like, does she, does she need him? Probably not to the fullest extent because like, she's got her own thing, but like he's got a lot of money and she gets the benefit from that. Not to say she's not saying anything wrong with that, but like, you know, yeah, on his first wife, I wasn't aware of who she was. I went and looked her up. Her name was Amber Childers. Um, she was on a show called Aquarius on NBC. She was on Ray Donovan uh, and several other things. She's only 33, uh, which I know when we first met Lala, she was like 22. I have, yeah, don't really know how old. She's 
getting close to thirties now. She's probably twenty seven now. Days, but uh, yeah, it's it's anyway. A, uh, it's an interesting tale for sure. Raquel and James were on Watch What Happens Live, and they asked them point blank, like, "What do y'all know about it?" And James was being very PC about everything. He was like, "You know, I'd rather not talk about anyone else's relationship besides my own kind of thing." Well, um, he's grown up. Yeah. Also, like, I feel like there's a he does not want to say anything about someone else because then they will talk about him as well. I feel like there's two sides of this, <laughs> especially someone as vindictive as Lala, and also as shitty as james has been in this past yeah so i i i have a feeling based on some of the things on watch what happens live after the episodes that james exactly didn't hasn't been an angel since the the engagement so um twenty five thousand dollars for an engagement party at coachella they only pay for half they only had to pay for half that well James only had to pay for half. Tom paid the other half. Yeah. Tom paid, like, how do you spend $25,000 on that party? I mean, for for 12 people. The location itself was probably, you know, pretty exclusive. Probably exclusive. And then, like, that fireworks display was legit. Like, that was, that's a few thousand dollars of serious firework. Yeah. I mean, that's wild. Yeah. Uh, this is also L.A. prices of stuff, too. I mean, like, and I'm sure Tom was just going to get any taco vendor and any, you know, bartender. Any, and it, Or any know. street performers or whatever. Right, yeah. Yeah, so. What? It, was, it was cool. $25,000 party for 12 people. <laughs> Do the math on that or whatever. And, like, people. and like, two or three of them are sober. It's not like they're drinking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and you, you think those people are really eating a lot of food out there? No. LA. It might be one or two of them that are eating. Yeah. They'll be snorting their dinner. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, we everyone's hungry from the all the pickleball they've been playing out there right, in right. Palm Springs. I it did seem like people were genuinely like, Whoa, like this is where we're going? And like like there was some actual like genuine excitement from the people, like, which is not always the case on this show. Yeah. Um which one thing I was going to say is that, you know, Tom had this completely perfect plan, but no one got to see them do it. If nothing else, he should have been like, oh, look, they're going. And then like, hey, guys, follow me. And from the back, watch it happen. But no one saw it. Yeah. (laughs) So it's like he's like he had to tell them it happened. It's like, well, right over there. We missed it. It's right over there. Dude, we missed it. Tom, Bubba. Oh, but I we we got to see the the meeting of the families. Uh, Yeah, that was fun. (laughs) Yeah, James's mom. Every time I see her, I'm just like, uh oh, what's gonna happen? I don't know. Yeah, Uh, Schwartz gave in on Schwartz and Sandy's. Yeah. Do you like that name for a restaurant? Terrible. We talked about this. Is terrible, man. That is a bad name. Like. I think Schwartz hit the nail on the head, though. Like, it's it's a good name for like a cafe or a deli. Yeah, Andy Cohen pushed real hard that they they name it. Um, uh, oh, was it, it was some of the Toms? Uh, we talked about it last time. Shit. Anyway, it had another name. It had to do with the Tom name. Much more 
themselves. But yeah, Schwartz uh, Sandoval won, wins on this as he wins with everything because you know he does steamrolls <laughs> Schwartz all the time. Tom and Thomasina. Oh, and hey, he is the guy that Schwartz calls when he needs to deliver his specimen. Yeah, God. To the fertility doctor. Wow. Do you have anyone in your life that you would call inexplicably to help you deliver a specimen to the doctor when you're perfectly healthy and capable of taking that yourself? I don't think I would tell anybody that I did this, <laughs> let alone call someone to help me. Oh, I mean, be like after the fact, yeah, it was done. <laughs> like I'm not going to tell you when, where, how. Just it's done. Yeah. I thought it was interesting when that was this episode, right? When Lisa just like kicked the ant mound with the Ariana and Katie and the Toms about the restaurant. It's like, oh, I'm just going to get up and walk away now. I'm like, really, Lisa? You just did this. And Tom obviously doesn't want Katie involved in his restaurant. And is in a really awkward position. Yeah. Like, yeah. I can understand not wanting her involved. Yeah. Like, I would be fine having Ariana involved, but hey, run our bar program. Yeah. Like, yeah. Katie, you can teach people how to use Aloha. <laughs> <laughs> oh, they're clanging on it with your nails. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Sandoval didn't explain it very well because, like, Ariana was like, I know what he's saying, but he's not saying well. Like that was exactly it. Like he just used to say, "Like your past is not proven that I should work with you." You know, like that's that's how this, that's easy easy as it gets because it's like, "Yep, you have done enough in the past where I I don't, don't trust, trust you right now." Yeah, simple enough. That that doesn't affect my relationship with your husband. No. Like we're business partners. Um, I don't need you to have a public facing role in this restaurant. Give her a, give her an office job. Yeah. Give her a job putting together Legos, social media, you know, like do some marketing or something like, yeah, she doesn't need to be in the actual restaurant. Yeah. That's not where all the work is done. Anyhow, uh, that's kind of where we left off, right? Yeah. They, with, um, that and, I don't know, the $25,000 that they've just spent on this party. But anyhow, hmm. I like it. I I could do with some more, like, new cast uh, sprinkled in. Like, let me, let, me, let me really get to know Charlie. Let me get to know maybe one other person. Just kind of to... We need that if we're going to have Sir be involved in, like... Otherwise, it's it's stupid for us to even go to Sir. I would assume Max is going to forgive James, and James is going to start DJing at Sir. If I had to guess, yeah, because Lisa needs that as much as James needs that, and the show needs that. James doesn't really need that, to be honest, because James is can book a gig on his own these days. Yep, Jamesy Wamesy. But I uh, I like it. I'm excited. We're recording on a Wednesday night. I'm excited to watch Winter House. Um, also excited to talk about uh, Survivor uh, uh, on t- tomorrow night's pod. But uh, Winter House looks really good, Will. And 
I'm not as excited as I would be for Summer House. I'm pretty close. <laughs> pretty close. And in the stud of the seas coming back, who I, I know he's one of your favorites. Uh, that's next week, two weeks. I think it's maybe next week. Yeah. Is it? Yeah. Is it November? I don't know. They, I just I need a break. I need a break from from uh, that show. Kind of need a break from The Bachelor, um, but I need a break from Below Deck. Uh, yeah, but Below I Deck's easy to watch. It's still easy to watch. That's my. That's why I like it so much. It's, it's easy. Like the I watched the finale on Monday, and like it was right into the the uh, reunion, and I was like, "Fuck!" The reunion is thirty minutes, though, right? It was an hour. This one hour. Oh, so the second hour is the reunion. Mm-hmm. Okay, I thought it was a two-hour episode. It's an hour mm-hmm. episode and an hour reunion. I, yeah, I, that's. I'm I'm up to speed on everything. I think, but not on that. Yep. So anyhow, plenty to watch on Bravo between Salt Lake and Vanderpump and Below Deck and the forthcoming Winter House. Oh, it's all happening, Will. It's all it's happening. happening. Uh final thoughts before we get out of here. Uh yeah, I think uh I think Vanderpump, especially, you know, we could use a little more uh Little zhuzh from the new people in there, so uh, let's let's make that happen. When you get when you get some people get drunk and make some bad decisions, yeah, I feel like it's gonna happen. It's just a matter oh, of time. Yeah, still early. still early. Outside of that, you can follow us on Twitter after reality pod, like the after reality TV podcast page on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram after reality podcast. Subscribe wherever you download them: Spotify, Apple, Google, or Stitcher. Check out our website afterrealitypodcast.com. You can find me at I fell over forty five on Instagram and Twitter. You can find me on the Twitter at Spencer Kitley, all one word. And you can find at Fantasy for Reality on both Instagram and Twitter until we chat again right here on the Bachelor Nation pod. We remind you. What do we remind you on this pod? Hmm. Hmm. We like bears and Mexican food right here on After Reality. <laughs> <laughs>